Hello everyone and welcome to the Attikis podcast. In this show we bring you snippets from our conversations in the Attikis community. We talk to founders and senior leaders at the intersection of advertising and technology and hear their perspectives on emerging trends that are shaping the future of digital marketing. In this episode we talk to Puneet Gupta, co-founder and CPO at Kazen Programmatic. He gives us a mini masterclass on the recent iOS privacy changes, its impact on the mobile ads ecosystem and what it means for marketers. Enjoy. So the way I see it, like there are two set of ecosystems, right? One is a desktop and mobile web ecosystem, uh, and then I say mobile app is a separate ecosystem. The reason being, I mean, cookies are the main ways you identify users or track everything in desktop or mobile web, right? At the end of the day, it's a web world. Cookies are the main de facto identifiers. And when it comes to app, uh, the mobile device IDs, the IDFA and the GIDs of the world were the main identifiers to. Uh, basically track users or understand what's happening and do attribution and everything around that okay uh and the cookie world uh since i mean just from a technical perspective cookie is always domain specific which means if i'm browsing i don't know a website newyorktimes.com hmm. uh i have a domain which was which is only new york times specific and any uh, any other domain can't read my cookie and that's when the web world all these combinations of cookie syncing and all these methodologies are already talked about right and that's okay. where the whole conversation around deprecating third party cookies and flock and everything else comes into picture none of that exists in app none right. all the i mean if you go to ad exchanger like 90% of the conversations around <laughs> are around this yeah none of this matters in terms of app ecosystem right and which is which is actually among this big ecosystem because the idfa and the gids uh, idfa is the ios identifier and gid is the android identifier uh they are identifiers based on the device right so it's mm-hmm. a persistent identifier based on the device not domain specific so whether you browse amazon or new york times or washington post or whatever your idfa is always the same and that was the main uh main attribute which was used in the ecosystem which was tying everything together right who has driven an ad who has shown an ad who is driving the click who is installing the app what happens after that every attribution analytics every bi tool built across mm-hmm. any big commerce company or ad tech or gaming company out there was based on these idfa and gids okay uh the default behavior was idfa is accessible to everyone right so unless you go to your iphone settings or android settings and go in some specific section and then say opt out of sharing my idfa it was in it was enabled and shareable by default for everyone and and when you say shareable year, what do you mean by shareable uh, shareable by shareable i basically mean yeah basically the user by default when you when you start your phone for the first time the idfa is you are basically the setting was that idfa can be accessed by any company or any product any Got app it. person right uh, so the user had to proactively go in and turn it off right so it was an opt in by default last year june 2020 uh, apple's wwdc worldwide dev conference they basically announced that we are going to introduce a concept of att yeah uh, which is app tracking transparency framework which basically flips the whole de facto behavior now by default idfa is not accessible by any app by any platform by anyone in the world unless the user proactively gives you the permission to track you right and the way to do that is the apps have to basically show a prompt uh which is not very customizable so the prompt actually mm. i mean you know what apple wants because it clearly says yeah allow app to track your activities across apps and websites right you can see i mean and this text is not customizable 
There's a text after that that is customizable, but this text allow app to track, and that's the word track your activities across apps and websites. This is what comes in front of the user. And then the first option, the big option is to not allow to track. And then the small option is allowed to track. You know? So you understand how they are positioning it in the yeah. sense that, okay, clearly what they want to do is uh, make sure, I mean, it looks like what they want to do is make sure that more and more people do not opt into sharing this information. And now this changes the whole paradigm. Like the whole industry, the multi-billion dollar industry uh, is built or was built on IDFA, right? Mm. And once that goes away, how do you do attribution? How do you analyze data? How do you measure performance? How do you train your models? How do you know which app and which performance and which creative is driving better performance, right? right. So there are a lot of nuances that came with that. And But basically once IDFA goes away, uh, the whole mm. ecosystem is shaken. Right. Plus, now you could always say that, okay, you know what, IDFA is not there. So what does IDFA do? It, it allows you to do a deterministic attribution, right? Mm. You show an app to the user, the user clicks on it, the user installs, you compare the IDFAs and you say, okay, so the deterministic attribution based on an attribution window, this install was driven by this click and hence this network and hence this campaign and you get the gist. Right. If IDFA is not there, theoretically you can do what we say probabilistic attribution or fingerprinting, right? Mm. Uh, but if you go through Apple documentation, the one thing that they clearly state out is the whole concept is around privacy. And okay. fingerprinting, of course, we all know by definition is never privacy friendly, right? You're mm. basically trying to connect the dots and take all this information about the user without user knowing about it. So okay. no fingerprinting at all. And in fact, they even started just before the, uh, the ATT version was rolled out in spring, they even started uh, rejecting apps from App Store because uh, some of the apps uh, had the code which was trying to do fingerprinting. Mm. So mm. no fingerprinting, no deterministic attribution, uh, and that's what shakes the whole industry. So uh, I think people do confuse this ATT and SCAD network a lot, but okay. technically they are different things. So ATT is basically the methodology which says you now have to ask permission for the user to share this IDFA via this prompt, right? This prompt and this methodology is a mandatory methodology from the iOS 14.5 version, which was right. released on 26 April. So that's the ATT framework. Even before ATT, there was a concept of SK ad network, which is yeah. what we say scan, uh, which is basically Apple's or the iOS ways of uh, attributing. Basically think of it, I mean, the MMPs of the world, mobile measurement partners, mm. platforms like AppSly, Adjust, Kochawa, all these guys, right? What do they do? They basically do attribution at the end of the day. They right. understand, okay, who drove the last click, who drove the last impression, and when the install happened, and then basically attributed. SCAD network is basically an attribution solution on iOS. It was present even before 14.5, so it was present since a couple of years. Okay. But no one bothered about it, because why would you want to use that when you have the MMPs out there? So SCAD network is a solution that's provided by Apple to do this attribution, and that this attribution is a deterministic attribution still, Okay. done by Apple slash iOS, not only limited to Apple, I mean, not only limited to ads shown by Apple, but everyone in the world. So anyone who is today showing an ad on iOS 14.5 and beyond, the, all the attribution happens via SKAD network. So while taking the IDFA away, Apple also has this attribution solution. So people can continue to, at least some attribution can continue to happen. Right. But here's the catch. In Under a normal circumstance, when you do the attribution, you get a lot of information back. 
you get the yeah. information like click id or some unique identifiers and stuff mm. like that which internally platforms need to know to do attribution right so for example if i'm showing an ad via my platform right and then an mmp let's say an adjust or appslayer does an attribution i need some information back from them yeah. which tells me okay like exactly which ad was it or which creative was it or which what was the ad that was shown which drove this install and that's how your machine learning algorithms are built and trained and to mm. improve performance right when it comes to skad network there are a lot of intricacies there are a lot of nuances around there uh, which makes the whole thing not that seamless so first thing uh when the whole attribution happens and apple does this attribution you don't get an install post back at all there's a random timer that starts and if an install happens today any time between 24 to 48 hours from now you might get one post back when i say post back it's basically one notification from apple which says okay, okay. you know what an install has happened that's mm-hmm. it who what was the user no idea because no idea face shared right. uh which publisher uh, drove this install they may or may not pass that information that's a gray area depending on their thresholds okay uh, did the user did any action after doing the install they mm. may or may not pass that information so yes in a nutshell while the attribution happens skad network is there all they are still providing attribution but the information that's given in that attribution post back or the information that we get is so so minimal that it disrupts the way a lot of platforms are built today Yeah so there are like multiple version 2.0 2.1 2.2 and now there's three version so that keeps on coming okay uh the only visibility anyone gets is when they publish the notification or when they publish the release note uh fair to say i think it's a very very basic attribution system today hmm. uh i would expect and the industry hopes that they will keep on uh enhancing the functionality of that attribution pass more information in a privacy safe way right um but i think yeah fair to say like today like for example the first version of i mean i'll share some data the first version of skad yeah. network that's really on its campaigns are being run right now it doesn't even support view through attribution so yeah. any campaigns which used to rely on view through attribution boom nothing nothing is there got it yeah. and, and there's a lot of nuances around that yeah. like when you get the post back so the information that someone has installed that information doesn't go directly to the advertiser from apple it goes to the network who drove the install uh yeah. how do you stop the fraud around that like who stops me from saying okay i draw 100 installs yeah so i think first of all yes i mean if you see history i mean usually mobile for, uh, follows what happens in the desktop world and if you see the desktop history uh, like 3 4 years ago i think apple started the whole uh, cookie depreciation stuff with the itp intelligent tracking prevention right and then google followed suit yeah. uh usually apple is much more like uh without giving too much options and just you know cutting that cord per se and google is because of their you know i mean they understand that tech and everything else and because of the whole antitrust stuff yeah. their changes are much more like in you know, a spread over so this is what is happening in web world uh now the same is happening in app world apple cut off the idfa like this uh, i'm very certain i think the whole industry is very certain that google is going to follow soon mm. uh whether that happens in one year uh, down the lane or six months down the lane it's just a matter of time but that's going to happen there is going to be privacy changes in app ecosystem in on android as well are they going to be as uh, like you know i mean as strict as like what apple did or were they are they going to be a much more diffuse solutions will right. come to know but this will happen 
but immediately i think yeah you are right basically once the idfa goes away uh, this right now there's so much noise and there's so much confusion in the ecosystem i mean let me tell you i mean we work with this i mean mobile app ecosystem is usually driven a lot by very very performance focused marketers which are gaming developers at the end of the day right, right. yes there are e-commerce guys there are agencies everyone is there but i think in my experience one of the most sophisticated breed of marketers that we see are gaming app developers right okay their whole business is built on that right mm. they the whole business is built on the fact that get users via ua yeah make them positive ros positive in d70 30 whatever is it is get that money and uh put back in the us so there's the whole flywheel right and these guys live and die with these numbers right yeah even with such sophisticated marketers no one knows what's happening right, right. i mean and they, it change it it impacts so many things there's the attribution providers yeah there's the supply ecosystem there's a demand ecosystem everyone gets impacted so there's so much chaos uh apple is sending some numbers this the reporting between apple and facebook is broken basically nothing is working the way it's supposed to work per se so in this chaos at least from an immediate perspective we are seeing what you said uh a drop in ios 14.5 and, and that's why i want to differentiate yeah. not a drop in ios campaigns rate right? and we'll Got talk it. about the 14.5 yeah. uh adoption rates the adoption rate at a high level are still around 15 to 17% so it's still not that impactful today yeah uh so what we see basically are cpms increasing in ios as well Hmm. for non 14.5 traffic or for traffic which has the device id information we are also seeing a uh, budget going towards android at least in the immediate future and i see that's going to happen but i think it's eventually on a mid mid term basis the market is going to stabilize right the more budget goes there the cpms increase which means the cpis increase and then there's going to be a balance there right so i think on a short term basis yes we see an increase in android spend is that going to be the norm i'm not sure because at the end of the day the fact is ios users are much more premium for all of, a lot of these advertisers and marketers right uh and that's where i think apple ecosystem the apple search ads and we can talk about that uh that's where i think they are trying to get more uh bang for the buck for apple like for ads served by the apple network and apple search ads and stuff like that right uh, rather than anything else got it